Whatever. Well, howdy, y'all. What's shaking, AC? <laughs> I guess that's your uh, your accent, because having been in Texas, you're still, still talking like that. I reckon I'm going to be talking like that for quite some time. Okay. <laughs> well, for anybody that's listening and is wondering what the heck's going on, uh, you just had your... your uh, Grand opening in Plano, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas, and uh, and I had the opportunity to be there and help get people, rally people. We were going out into the parking lot, pulling them in, and saying, "Come on over and play some free VR and eat some free ice cream." Uh, what a fun time! I'd like to just say a shout out to all of the franchise friends of ours, both franchisors and franchise attorneys and friend man, franchise manuals friends that came out and. Uh, and really were there to support your franchisee. And then I guess we kind of did the whole thing all over again in in uh, in Newark, in Delaware, for your, your franchisee there. So I guess you, but you kept the accent. Right. It was hotter than a $2 pawn shop pistol. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's awesome. So, yeah, thanks to everyone that came out. And I think, you know, it, it really made me realize um, that, that there's a real opportunity when you're having a grand opening to rally other franchise people because for, especially franchisors and, and franchisees want to support each other. So like if, you know, you had, there were franchisors that came out and actually brought their franchisees. And so their local franchisee is now automatically getting connected with your new franchisee there in those, in those different places, Plano, for example, and can collaborate and, and work together and support each other. And I just think that was really cool. And that there's a real huge opportunity for more of that. Right. Seeing something like that really deals my pickle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going okay, to keep Back that up. to me. Yeah. You know, back it's, so, to you. <laughs> it's so important to really like connect with, with people that are, um, you know, your people or your, your narrative, your, your group, you know, even though it may not be in the same sort of industry. Um, I remember way back when I was in the startup industry and I always went to startup networking events, the overwhelming sense that I got was whenever you spoke with somebody, they had the very typical opening line, like, who are you? What do you do? And what does your company do? And it was very like, it was like the filter to screen to see, can I, can I use you? Can I take advantage of what yeah. you're offering? Can you help me rather than figuring out um, how you guys can help each other? Yeah, I think so. This is this is a great topic of, you know, aligning with the right people and and sensing that. So if I go if I go way back even to my days of initially just starting to to network again, um, but now with my new business at the time, you know, I really, I really found that when people got excited about what I was saying I was going to do, I wanted to talk to them more and then, and then, and then understand what they did more and, and really support each other. And I think that's really been a common theme for me throughout uh, this past, I don't know, six or so years is to recognize when those, when there's people that really do seem excited about what I'm doing, get what I'm doing. And, and then I say, okay, like, I need you come help me more. I mean, you're, you're one of them, Robert, because <laughs> once you saw what I was doing and you were like, franchisors need what you're doing and you can take this to the next level. Um, it's amazing when you align with people. I'll, I'll, t I'll talk a little bit more about that in a sec, but any, any thoughts on that before we keep rolling? Yeah, just really quick. It's, it's almost like living a life of service. You know, when you, when you work with somebody um, and you give what you have to them, you know, good things will come to you and, and it'll come back. And I think um, one of the, 
one, one of the important things to recognize here is sometimes somebody will come up to you and they'll say, yeah, yeah I can do this for you and this for you, et cetera. But we just spoke about this on your franchise business coach roundtable, where coaches, when they say things like this, they need to deliver, right? So even when you're meeting with somebody and they kind of present that aura of contributing and helping and working together, they also have to deliver as well. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Um, I do also think that that there can be there can be an intangible value that comes from it. So um, when I again, when I go back to my early days of this business, I had a lot of especially older, you know, kind of traditional men saying, you know, you're you're not going to it's not you're not going to make much money doing that. You're not going to make a lot of money helping emerging back then. It was just more emerging franchisors because that was kind of who was coming to me um, or or even, you know, people don't want to pay for for help. They don't want to pay for guidance. They want the tangibles. They want it. They want an operations manual or they want you to do sales and then you can get paid commission. And I really, I really struggled with that because I was like, I, I don't know, man, I see a gap. I see some gaps in the franchise services that are out there. And I see my, what I have learned in my ability to use that with franchise companies. So I had to really tune out a lot of people that were like the naysayers and then when those people that I would run into then once, you know, I got into the networking at franchise conferences and things, and there'd be someone, it might be a fellow supplier that's just like, oh my gosh, I love what you're doing. Then I would just like take that in and go, okay, they're like, people believe in what I'm doing here. I should keep doing this. This is good. And, and then, you know, I had more time back then, I think to, to figure, like to spend time sort of figuring that part of my business out. So I just get on a lot of calls with people and say like, you know, um, what, what do you like about it? What made you say that? And, you know, what could I do with this? What can I improve on? So um, I think it's, I think it's really important to go where, go with along with like really um, cherish the people that align with you that are, that raise you up. I, I, I feel like that's been a really key success factor for, uh, for myself with AC Inc and getting, getting to the stage we're at. Not that we're that we're we're that far in. We've got lots more to go, but it's been able to. It's helped me through, you know, fighting off kind of the challenges. If, if maybe not fighting off, but getting through them. Yeah, and it's all. It can also be eye opening for for your own business too, right? Because when people are trying to raise you up, um, it, it may not only be like positive things that they're bringing your way, but maybe also some form of constructive criticism where you can go, oh yeah, maybe I should change that. You know, they have a point. Yeah, but. But if they care enough to, to share that, it's, it's really cool. And it's not as long as it's not all about ego. If they're sharing it to be egotistical, then that's a different story. But if they're sharing with you going, I like what you're doing. I have some feedback. If you know you did this, it would even be better kind of thing. I, I'm going to listen to that. Not that I am not listen to like the others, but I think another thing I want to just add to this is that there's, as people, especially as people start to see you get success, it's funny how the ego can kick in for those people. And they can actually actually want to kind of sabotage your ability to be successful it's almost kind of like i don't know if you've ever heard a story of when somebody's lost a lot of weight the people around them that aren't losing weight that should often get jealous and like start to like put you down for it it's it's funny how people you got to be aware of that i just think you need to be aware of that so that you don't get sucked into that negativity when when people's ego does come out like that yeah there's always going to be somebody that doesn't like you or what you're doing or is going to talk smack about you there's always going to be people that are going to talk so might as well give them a show yeah <laughs> exactly right now i got a question for you then um i always say like you know that those people that raise you up you know that that's those are sort of signs that like what you're doing is 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 working you know like i think about 
my dad in the early days of, of Eminem, you know, when he was starting this business and people like a lot of people were like, what the heck are you doing? How did he know that even though people were like almost laughing at him and I feel the same when I first started, a lot of people were really questioning everything. How do you know that you should keep going? I've got a couple ideas, but I'd love to hear what you think about that. Like, how do you know whether, you know, or, or if you ask people and they say, that sounds like a great idea. How do you trust that they actually gave it some thought or maybe they're just being nice? Yeah, that's, that's a big question. Actually, a lot of people are just being nice. And I sometimes almost feel like I don't care about your feelings. You know, I care about your input. You know, if you think it's good or if you think it's bad, you know, that doesn't really make sense. Tell me why you think it's good or why you think it's bad. Um, and then ultimately, I mean, CEOs and founders and leaders and entrepreneurs, hopefully they they trust their intuition a lot and they have a track record of having a good intuition these days a lot of times when people say trust your intuition it's just assumed you have a good one but you you may not right um and through that intuition you do your due diligence and and try to make the decisions that nobody else sees i agree i think the track record is a big one and if enough people are believing in you and what you're doing there's a good chance if if it's if it's too obvious, everybody will believe in you. If people don't believe in you, that's a good sign. That's a sign that you're probably doing something a little disruptive and you're onto something. But you need some people that believe in you. I think that's what I would say are some of the indicators of whether or not, you know, you actually have a good idea or concept or, or, or opportunity. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, is it time to wrap it up? That I, I think it was. I had a lot of fun okay. on this one. Are we going to do with the Texan accent? Right. We can do that. <laughs> Okay, you ready? Right. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Three, two, one, go. Go be, be awesome. Awesome. <laughs>